listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. And um, now you can um, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or you can email the show directly through the Absolute Radio website. But please don't text us this morning. In short, we're sick of it. Yeah, Um, just over it. Yeah, I've had enough now of the texting thing. (laughs) Shut up. Now, um, this is a pre-recorded show, so if you text us, um, do we not bleed? Mm. That's wrong, isn't it? If you text us, we won't be able to um, read those texts out because we're not live, and I I don't want you wasting your money in the current climate. Oh, using up my memory. Oh, my storage is always full these days. Is it? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I thought it was the the jeans were just a bit (laughs) tightly (laughs) cut. Yeah, so, um, oh, can I tell you, I know we have a bit of a rule on this show that telling people your dreams is profoundly boring, but if I don't share this with oh, someone, I'm just, gonna I'm going gonna, gonna to bust. I know. I'll, okay, the I will greatest, allow you the, to tell the dream. Well, the great thing about this one, can I have one? <laughs> no, because you know why? It's like someone telling, it's like your life being directed by the mighty boosh. Oh, That's okay. what a dream is like. Yeah, well, There's this, nothing is, wrong this with is a that. bit more, a bit more real. There's no, you know, also, can I point out, I just managed to say bust. On absolute radio without anyone really noticing. Which I'm quite excited about. <laughs> anyway, so um, okay, so tell us about when the shark so, yeah, ate the bubble gum. No, it's nothing like that. It's that's my <laughs> dreams aren't like that. Oh, it's I, always that. Isn't no, it? no, my dreams are always I'm in the supermarket <laughs> buying cheese. It's always stuff like that. Okay. Anyway, what it was, I was in a, a taxi cab with Adam Rickett. Oh yeah. Do you remember oh, I him? from Coronation Muscle-bound yeah. young man. Muscle-bound, yeah. He was, he was once naked in, in one of his pop videos. Yeah. Remember he had a pop career? I don't remember that. Oh, I do. You do. I <laughs> met him at a rave once in the 90s. <laughs> Did you? Genuinely. Mm. Wow. Lovely. Well, that's quietly <laughs> taken me aback now. Um, did you, Ricky? <laughs> I spoke to him. I'm thinking what Andy Gray would have said if someone had said. <laughs> yeah. No, I only spoke to him for about five minutes. Okay. I don't want your boyfriend to hear me saying this. No. Spoke to Adam Rickett for five minutes. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit like being on just a minute, uh, like the golden final. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, you might be brilliant. Okay. But anyway, in this dream, we were sharing a cab, and. Um, I said, I've got to get out of here. And he said, OK, well, give me some money, you know, for your for your half of the fare. <laughs> I said, OK. I said, what What do you want? And he said, just give me some £20 notes. I said, yes, <laughs> are you <laughs> kidding me? And he said, look, and he pointed at the metre. It was 260 quid. Yeah. Where did where you come we? from, I don't, know, I don't know where we'd been and I don't know where we were going. This is an anxiety dream, isn't it? Had you had a big bill in that day? No. <laughs> this is getting a cab driver to drive around while you're up to no good. So he said, give me some notes. I remember I know, I've that. Some notes. Give me some notes, he said. And he took, basically took all the money out of my wallet. I mean, I handed it to him. And then I got out and I was still a bit light, I think. Oh. And anyway, I woke up then. And I woke up, it was like two in the morning. And honestly, I was genuinely shaken and upset. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I'd had some terrible dream about, you know, death and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Really upset. I don't know whether it was the money or the ricky. <laughs> but <laughs> s- something had, had, had upset me properly. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Oh, that dream's depressing. Well, is it depressing? I mean, oh, it, su- yeah. it suggests I'm living the high life, doesn't it? Oh, with Adam mm. Ricketts in a minicab. Uh, no, I think it was a black cab. Was it a black cab? Yeah, it had a metre. That was extravagant. Um, 
Yeah, it, it was... Um, Maybe it was an anxiety dream about that black cab strike that was on last week when they all drove into Trafalgar Square. You know, that was in hmm. the news. Could have been that. I think, if I had to bet, I would say it's to do with the flimsiness of fame. I, you know, oh, I'd, yeah. I, I'd been... Uh, I'd, who? I'd hmm. used... Um, I'd taken Chico's name in vain on the <laughs> last show. <laughs> I believe you referred to him as Poor Devil. Yeah, and I, I think maybe I, suddenly I felt that in a way I was in the same black cab as Ricky. You know, why are you we're calling all... him Ricket like he's Madonna? Ricket. His name's Adam Ricket. Okay, it is Ricket, not Ricketts, isn't it? Does it um, matter? Well, it matters. Madams to um, Rickettians everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's got a fan club that's called something like Can You Ricket? Yes, he can, or something like yeah. that. I went to a, a, a Jerry Anderson. Do you know Jerry Anderson who did Thunderbirds oh, yeah, and all yeah. that? I went to a, a thing organised by his fan club, and they're called Fanderson. Very good. Well, that's rather good. Excellent, yeah. actually. Oh uh, yeah, so I, I, so I dreamt that I um. Oh. That's what we're doing, isn't it? No, but they're yours is going to be, and then the shark ate the bubble gum. It might be a bit. I dreamt that I was riding a, a Lambretta scooter with my daughter in the footwell of it, <laughs> and the in the foot. If, you know the footwell of a scooter, like a Vespa-style oh, yeah. style scooter. She was just sat there, no seatbelt on, and I'm a health and safety dad. I wince even like in at the swings. Was she not strapped in or not anything? Not strapped in, and in keeping with her personality, she was loving that. Yeah, she's she totally fine with it. Mm. But looking back on it now, I wish I hadn't done that. No. Anyway, but no harm came of it. Well, exactly. It was only a <laughs> this dream. Is, this is the joy of the dream. <laughs> I feel one can be a bit. Uh, yeah. A bit haphazard with health and safety exactly, in a dream. Yeah. I, th what I hate about dreams is the narrative structure is just all over the place. And characters change, and I won't have characters changing. Don't, doesn't that frustrate you? Oh, Does I that have not to bother you about When your boyfriend or? turns into your accountant. Right. Well, that can easily happen. That's what's happened, That's what's happened in my relationship. Um, I, th I have to say, to be fair, that Ricky was pretty consistent throughout. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. He was so tender. He hasn't changed a bit, actually. But how <laughs> could he have? <laughs> I yeah. have no data to yeah. uh, to change him. Wasn't he famous for his board? Yeah. Yes. He still still looked pretty uh, pretty ripped oh. in oh. my dream. <laughs> he looked ripped? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he might, for all I know, he might be clinically obese. <laughs> he might. He was regularly the fittest fella in soap, I seem yeah. to recall. Was he? Mm. Okay. Well... I, let's you know. Let's let's look him up and find out. Yeah. If you um, know anything interesting about Adam Rickett, don't text us because we're not live. Yeah. About that. Also, back to the real world now. Mm. I was at uh, Heathrow Airport. Heathrow, Heathrow Airport. Airport. <laughs> Airport. Sorry. It's a, it's oh. a wig transporter. Heathrow <laughs> <Yeah>. Airport. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Let me try that again. Heathrow Airport. Yeah. And um, I now, what do you think about? I was queuing up to go through to the gate so I had you know boarding pass and uh, passport in hand mm -hmm. and cloak of celebrity uh, well not really oh. I didn't feel that at all um, and there was a there was a, a woman who was taking the passports and she's going thank you can you, <coughs> can, can you thank you for <coughs> and I thought oh she sounds awful and it was like a real frog in the throat dry yeah. throat and it, it so happened I'd got a packet of tunes Mm -hmm. In my pocket. Oh, lovely! And um, which I had, which I bought in the 1970s shop <laughs> round the corner from Manora. <laughs> so um, as I went through, I said, uh, "Would you like one of these?" Oh. And honestly, she looked as if I'd um, lowered my uh, clothing. <laughs> she went. Um, you don't mean your tie. She oh. said. She said, "I'm good." 
have a good fight. I really looked <laughs> away from me. Oh, no. And oh. I wanted to pull her up, obviously, on the repetition of good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As in, I'm good, have a good fight. I'm glad you I didn't. didn't. Seem, I didn't seem right. Hey, uh, maybe but, she thought you were implying she had bad breath. Oh. Well, I, I said you sound like you've got... But I could tell she looked at the bloke who was next mm. to her in a kind of a... I know when I walked off, she went, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a good turn. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. On the... I had, um, what was that? Hitler's Blondie. dying words. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of you may know Hitler died in the arms of his Alsatian. Technically the legs. But it sounds less romantic, <laughs> I always thought. Um, I, um, speaking of, uh, speaking of legs, I, uh, I had a pa- pains in my thighs, both thighs this week. Oh. I hadn't been doing any physical exercise. And I thought, I've had these pains before. And I tell you what, mm. is it possible to get growing pains into your <laughs> 50s? Well, I'm not a doctor, but I would guess not. Are growing pains a real thing? Yeah. Are they caused by growing? I don't think so. Oh, no, really? Yes, they are. I think the pain thought- is real. Oh. Well, the pain's real enough. I don't know if the cause is definitely growing. I think it's just what we call them. I think they are a real thing, but not at at your age, if you don't mind me saying. Well, Well, hold on. If they're not, as as the cockerel suggests, tied to growing, then sure, you can get them at any age. You're making the rookie error of assuming that the cockerel's right. Yeah. Could there be a thing called uh, shrinking pains in which you get in later life when when you're about to become stooped and wizened? That's going to be very difficult. Stooped and wizened. What a a double act they were. Mm. Hello, I'm stooped <laughs> and I'm wizened <laughs> um, well it, they really I mean really? the kids still get them I haven't heard of them for yeah. years my little boy gets uh, growing pens what about the old um, his legs? the voices still break or is that gone I think voices still break <laughs> I, no, but he's only right, six, I never so hear nothing. voices breaking no you never hear that mentioned no, I think I thought it's, it's one of those 70s things that's disappeared yes yeah, so you so guys so hang many. around with like 15 year old boys a lot do you <laughs> and that this is coming up all the time well, no, I would suggest been, not. But if you, were, if you were high school teachers, I would imagine you'd go, yeah, voices still break. In a way, we are all high school teachers. <laughs> yeah. Can't you tell by how terrible breath? Can't you tell, can't you tell by the age of my boyfriend? Mm. Um, well, <laughs> I like the way the information is gradually being <laughs> drip-fed to our readers. Well, you say drip-fed, I would say boasted about. But oh, yeah. oh, oh jealous much. <laughs> what I do if anyone's a bit jealous. It's, it's a oh. bit from John Lennon's Jealous Guy. <laughs> oh, lovely. I think it was the last whistling hit in the British charts. Was it? Big oh. fan of whistling on the uh, recorded format, aren't you? One I thing I'm going to say about the pains you're experiencing, mm. I've always been, one of the things I've always loved most about you is your tolerance for pain. Yes. Don't lose that. I think that comes from the community he's a member of, you know. Yes. <laughs> and that's so much not a, a tolerance of as a hankering for. Hey. <laughs> Yes, yeah, certainly, um, my S and M compatriots. <laughs> Obviously, they f- they feed on pain like a bodyguard feeds on cuttlefish. <laughs> but um, this is different. This is coming from the inside, oh. and uh, that 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 ain't so good. Inner thigh pain. Inner thigh pain. Yes, it's. You're uh, doing a lot of skateboarding or something like that. <laughs> is it maybe that? No, not not much. 
just the usual. I bought a, a red and yellow Triang scooter with white wheels, which I've been going to the butchers on. Oh, lovely. <laughs> um, but that was 1968. <laughs> I don't... I'm just... Did I, you get me a birthday card while you're back there? <laughs> well, it did make me realise, though, that I, I've, I've never heard anyone mention either growing pains or, or, um, or breaking voices, and I did wonder if it's something... You know, like it, people don't have a lazy eye anymore. I just, I wonder if it's it's a thing that's. Don't just... they get lazy eyes then? No, no, I don't. You can call them that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you started it. It's politically incorrect. <laughs> you have to call it an unmotivated eye. <laughs> Disenfranchised eye. That's what I've got. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together. The Frank Skinner Show. Radio. We were on the on the subject of things that feel a bit 1970s. I think so far we've had tunes, growing pains, and oh, yeah. um, voice breaking. Mm. I um, I did something which I associate with the past. I, I was I was mowing the lawn this week. You know, I'm partial now to mowing the lawn. It's one of oh, my great yeah. pleasures. And not occasionally. It sounds like you're really racking up the miles on the lawnmower there. Well, I've got I've got it at quite a high. You worried about the cost, Al? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thought you might be saddle sore. Maybe that's just hurting the thighs. No, I've got. Um, I, it's, it's, I'm not. A, I'm not a stride. It's not one of those. Oh, okay. No, it's, no. A, it's a pusher. Um, but I, I've got it at a high setting, so I have to do it quite regularly. Oh, right. be careful with that. It's a new law. You don't want it to take on a life of its own. No, no, but I don't. Wanna, I don't want to go too uh, too deep on it at the moment. It's uh, it's touch and go. I've already the first time I did it. It looked like I'd staged a motocross event mm. <laughs> at <laughs> no. the end of it. So I've had to be careful. Um, but anyway, the lead came out oh. while I was um, while I was doing it. Oh no! Mm-hmm. One of the How long things, did it take you to realise? Well, it stops immediately. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but I also, if I know anything about modern gardening, the one thing I do know is don't mow over the lead. Mm-hmm. They always tell you that. So um, it happened, and I went, <laughs> and that. Is something that my dad used to do. I'd completely oh. forgotten about. Oh. I've never totted. I did, unless maybe if I was doing a Skippy impression. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I've never totted in, you know, oh, kind of way. And I don't know whether it's to do... made me wonder, is, um, because you can't really swear when you've got a small child, so maybe yeah. it's a substitute for that. Maybe. But it really... You know, when it people said... He doesn't strike me as the type that that would have bothered him particularly. Who, my dad? Yeah. Well, I, I never heard him swear much, oh, okay. to be honest. But I did hear him go... <coughs> and in fact, when he got really upset, there was levels of intensity. So if he was really mm. miffed, he'd go... It was like like an animal alarm, you know. You know, like when beavers slap yeah. their tails on the water uh-huh. if, if if there's a predator in the area. Yeah, um, it was like that. It was like he was warning the whole family that there was a there was a cougar on the oh, bank. So that's rather nice that you're uh, becoming like your dad. Is he? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I don't, Do know you think I, so? I don't know if I can cope with the regular pub fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Not with your sore legs, no. He did threaten to... It ha- happens to us all. He threatened I'll be to running hang. up bills I can't pay at Harvey Nichols soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he threatened to hang the uh, manager of the two brewers <laughs> from the lamppost outside. He didn't actually... He didn't say that, he did that. say that, yeah. Hang! Uh, <laughs> it's so specific. <laughs> mm. Why didn't he just say he'll do your head in? I'll hang you. Yeah, he, he not, not only hanged him, but he, he actually named a location. <laughs> and I, I don't think... I think I'll stick with a totting. Absolute, absolute. 
wrestle with the the world cup which well, the world started cup. The, the yeah. world, we should yeah. really discuss that and the biggest story i think it's pretty much agreed universally the biggest story so far is um robbie savage nearly not making it because he took his wife's passport to the airport oh. by accident and then tweeted uh he, he thanked british airways at thank at British Airways, great staff for rushing me through as I turned up with my wife's passport, just got it back in the nick of time. And then he said it's because uh, they've got the same haircut. Well, did uh, you, have you seen her? I've seen I him. mean, it's an easy mistake. Yes. I mean, both blonde bobs, both seen a thousand Ibithas. Well, you this, know those faces. This, this happened with me and Osha. <laughs> did it? <laughs> I grabbed this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Um, our readers may remember that I did a celebrity lookalike app, and that was what they found as my uh, lookalike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't quite work for me. But I got Kate Garraway. I, I took it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I, mean, you have I had to a wonder. friend who was obsessed with Kate Garraway. Oh. Really? Derek Draper, then dear reader, he married her. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't Derek okay. Draper. <laughs> um, Is he from Mad Men? Derek Draper, no, Don, Don Draper. Oh. Derek Draper's an MP, to, love, turned need psychologist. To need to sort themselves out with the names. <laughs> Saw themselves out. Yeah, the, I, whole, um, um, the man taking the woman's passport because of the haircut thing, and that that must have happened to Brian May and Anita Dobson. Oh yes, oh. every time he goes on. Oh tour, yes, surely. I sounded like the woman at the check-in desk. <laughs> Maybe that's why British Airways have got a system in place for it because they've gone. Oh, it's the Dobson May problem. Come on, let's sort this out. Yeah. It's like the Duckworth Lewis method. <laughs> Dobson yeah. May problem. Crankies, maybe it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, me, I, me and the leading of Europe, maybe. I've got to say. <laughs> I, I think we should not let it pass, though, that it, a, a man having the same hair as, as his wife mm. is not a good thing, yeah. in my opinion. Okay. I mean, I, I once... I I, uh, I was uh, living with a woman who used sunning oh, on yes. her hair, and it went yellow. Yeah. Mm. Um, that was a sort of se- But I tried product, it. Wasn't I it? thought, oh, I'll try this as well. We both had matching yellow hair. Mm-hmm. You had uh, yellow hair? Both of us, yeah. Oh. It really looked like we'd deliberately done it. Like when sometimes... I once saw Canadian tourists with both had maple leaf leather oh, jackets yeah, yeah, on. Oh, yeah, they love that. Oh. That was uh, awful. <laughs> but I don't think men dyeing their hair is um, very acceptable. You think not? No. And I don't think we should be so, um, See, I think it's very so forgiving. Accepted. It is accepted, is it? isn't it? Is it? Well, I think these is days... Is it all right that he's got long, yellow, blondy hair <laughs> like that? I don't think it is. If I had the choice between dyeing my hair and just dying, <laughs> I'd go for the latter. Oh, <laughs> you know what? We're all God's children. Well, it's different for the ladies. I think ladies dying. I don't want it for oh, blokes. Go, that if sentiment was brought to you from 1953. <laughs> no, I it's just think it's, for it's, the ladies. It's a tradition for the, the ladies dyeing their hair, <laughs> and I accept that. But yeah. for the, I don't know. We see Australian <laughs> cricketers with the blonde highlights. Well, you're thinking of one specifically. He's well, got Jim, all sorts of problems. I don't think it's a good thing. If I was going to dye my hair, I'd go sort of blue or red, That's something like that. Disgusting red. But the you idea, with red what hair. I don't like is the idea that Robbie Savage thinks he's fooling us. He thinks yeah. that we're thinking, oh, he's very blonde. I wonder if he's got any Scandinavian mm. blood yeah, in him. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that he's sniggering at my back as I leave the <laughs> studio. That uh, that he that he's fooled me with his uh, hair dyeing. Mm. He Come got on. through. He got through though, didn't he? Yeah. How did, how did he get through with his wife's passport? Well, just through it with his face, as I do. No, I think they must have um, 
let him get it couriered to him or something. No, do you know well, what he did? That sounds suspicious to me. <laughs> he offered one of the machines. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, he had more success than I did. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. By the way, that Robbie Savage story, I told my wife it. I read it and went, oh, Robbie Savage nearly didn't get to the World Cup because he turned up with his wife's passport because they've got the same hair. And I think it is the most she has laughed at anything I've said in about the last five years. It really tickled her. I mean, like it's up there with the time that I did an impression of uh, Duncan Bannatyne and she got a bit of marmalade cake stuck in her tonsils. (laughs) Oh, really? Three days, three days. I remember that. (laughs) <laughs> it's about the funniest she's ever found. I think it was in the Express. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the Express. Just under that picture of Princess Diana on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> I think Every it was Scot- Scottish Express as well. Probably, yeah. Uh, oh, what about Gary Lewin? Oh. Oh, oh, yes. That was the other, apart from Thierry's cardigans, that's been the other big news. Yeah. Um, so he's a physio, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He, got, he jumped up to celebrate. Yeah. And um, he dislocated his ankle. He trod on a water bottle. Well, his w- I'll tell you where his wife put it. She said, he's broken the end of his tibia and fractured the end of his fibula. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Edward Lear. Now she hear the, the word well. of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, you can tell she goes out with a physiotherapist. <laughs> she's gone to the chart, that's what she's, because she's gone to that chart in his office. Yeah. And she's actually, um, she's named and shamed. Do you she, know what his daughter said, which I love? She might well have a qualification in it herself. She might. That's what the daughter know, said. What oh, they stick together. She said. Oh, <laughs> obviously he's gutted. She actually said Brilliant. gutted is the sick official as statement. Dad's yeah. as sick as a parrot. Yeah. We're over the moon to be getting him back, though. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't think, um, if he's going to get injured every time England score in a World Cup, he's not going to have two... It could have been all right. <laughs> alive. <laughs> we say this, of course, they might have won 4-0 on Thursday. Yeah. They might. Although why I was embarrassed. More, why likely, more likely they're out. I was embarrassed for him, though, because it seemed a disproportionate to have an injury like that. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like, you know, England-Germany penalty shootout, was it? We didn't even win. No, but, you know, when we did win in 1966, yeah. Alf Ramsey, the England manager, didn't even applaud. He didn't get up out of his seat he just sat there very calmly oh. because he knew that when you get to be a middle-aged man you don't want to be running around the edge of the pitch it's, it's an mm. uneven surface mm-hmm. yeah you're asking for trouble yeah. but gary Lynn thinks he's still you know thinks he's still one of the players let the <coughs> players celebrate yeah i like it they gather their belongings they pick up their lucas <laughs> belongings yeah and then they get into the dressing room and leave it to the players to mm. celebrate and they should be plotting the next uh, assault well, you know that... The when physi- I say assault, I mean assault on the World Cup. Yes, I'm not suggesting we should clarify. The England team are... A, I no. just worry about the uh, laddie sport banter that he'll get Lady, now. Lady, you pronounce it. Lady? Yeah. Oh, really? I thought oh, sorry, it was laddie. I'm oh, sorry, I thought you meant. No, well, I think they'll be like, oh, when he's when they next see him, they'll be like, watch out, Gary, there's a bottle of water there, don't slip and hurt your foot on that. Like, yeah, you won't be able to walk past <sighs> the butchers. Well, Rio Ferdinand had to apologise already. Yeah. He said, my bad, didn't he? He did say, my bad. Mm. What he did he say? Realize. He was laughing. He was, what did he say? He then? tweeted something like, oh... Uh, the physios hurt what happened to run it off lads or something you know like they would say run it off and, yeah. and then he had to tweet an hour later saying just found out that the injury's quite serious sorry my bad that's surely banter is the very life's blood of the oh. world of and football and also he's only a physio yeah exactly yeah come on he's not one of the real stars is no, he i mean i i, I wasn't no. thinking oh no are we going to get on now and we've got no chance now in the world cup <laughs> without, without our main physio 
That wife, she's been speaking out again. She's quite pushy, that physio wife, Is that Mrs right? Lewin. Yeah, Why is no stopping her, Frank? She's, she's probably, probably, probably drinking embrication. <laughs> Guess what she said now? Oh. She said she's got a conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. no. She blamed the groundsman. She mm. said they shouldn't have watered the astroturf in front of the dugout. Well, what tell it, me about it. Well, they should if they were going mean, to do it, they should have took the water out the <laughs> bottles first. <laughs> <laughs> Never blame the groundsman. That's a good adage for life. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, uh, not the changing man. I've had this suit on for three weeks. <laughs> um, you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Do not text us this week because we ain't live. Oh, I don't know about ain't. Ain't is what sort of salesmen say. Oh, you know I can't I mean? bear ain't. Deliberately, stylishly say ain't. Do they? Yeah, they say, I'll tell you something, I ain't joking. Oh, yeah. They'll say that, yeah. God bless them if there's any salesmen listening. Respect. <laughs> Poor devils. <laughs> Speak, going back to Robbie Savage. I, I, oh, I, I always liked him. I flew um, at the weekend. Did you? Uh, I said, that's where I had my tunes incident. Yeah. This thing where you have to put your toiletries into a see through plastic oh, yeah. bag. Oh, yeah. And what is the x ray equipment? Has it, has it broken down at airports? <laughs> Why well, they just want absolute clarity. I know, but Absolute wh- Clarity is a station <laughs> that they're working on, isn't it? Absolute Clarity. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, um, well, you know, they, they, they x-ray the rest of the bag. Why should the toiletries have to be in some see-through? Why not have to have see-through luggage? You're looking at me quite searchingly as if I am an well, aviation it, it, official. It doesn't make any sense to me, the see-through bag for the toiletries. No. I, don't I quite like it. Do you? Yeah, I like the see-through oh, bag. I find it very Especially annoying. if I'm travelling with a gentleman, mm-hmm. I like to know what he's got up his sleeve. Oh, no. That's after surprise, I think. <laughs> you can get into a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, speaking of injuries, what about... Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a oh. real bad one. Oh, this is so embarrassing. If Harrison Ford oh. is going to get injured, don't get injured by the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I mean, that is just wrong. He suffered chest mm. and pelvic injuries. And he broke his ankle as well, just yeah. like Gary. I know, it's, uh, it's been a week for that. Gary Lewin's wife had something to say about Harrison Ford. Yeah, what did she say? No, I, I'm sure she did, she though. Said, she said they shouldn't have watered the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it was out of control. Um, it was... Um, I'll tell you what I learnt, though, from, from the Aris, Harrison Ford yeah. story. A tra- hydraulic door fell on him, we should say. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Or closed. Did it, it fell, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it fell. From, from the fall. He had one of his falls, Frank. He did. He's got an interesting face, actually, Harrison Ford. He's yeah. a handsome man viewed through water, is what he looks like. <laughs> because I've, as he's got older, one eye's got a bit bigger, oh, the mouth's yeah. gone slightly, and it just looks like he's... Uh, I didn't know that he was married to Callista Flockhart. Oh, oh, I did. I did, but fairly recently. They've it really? They've really passed me by for ages, that. Yeah. yeah. I can't work with you people. Yeah. You know, nothing. Well, we're, it, we're up now. But it did like, strike me that they're oh, children. Congratulations. I don't know if they've got children, but if oh. they do... They've got adopted children, yeah. Well, their surnames will almost certainly be Ford Flockhart. Mm. And I bet at school they get teased because that sounds like Fort Boyard, the old Leslie Grantham... Uh, <laughs> 
game show. You remember where <laughs> think so? Yeah, you remember yeah. where the... I'm not sure in Bel Air if they're that aware of <laughs> yeah. Port Boyard. Oh, I don't know. Surely they remember. Remember that these... The, 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 I mean, we remember it, but I don't think the kids it, in LA a, dwar- a dwarf used to run around the perimeter of the, uh, the sea-bound citadel. Absolute full power. I used to think, mm-hmm. be careful, for goodness sake. Was Melinda be Messenger careful. in that? Who else was in Fort Boyle? Was Messenger in it? A Messenger? I don't know about <laughs> that. I don't know if Messenger was in it, but certainly Grantham. Um, this was pre-internet days, I think, of course, when it, things went a little bit wrong. <laughs> Oh, we forgave him for shooting someone in a taxi cab, but we couldn't <laughs> forgive him for that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. The thing about this Harrison Ford mm-hmm. is they're currently having to shoot him from the waist up. Like they, did that, they did that with Elvis on the Ed Sullivan show. Yeah, but I hope they don't write it into the script and it's all clumsy. Don't, oh, don't get up, do. hands. That's what they're going to say. No, 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 honestly, you stay sitting. I like the idea of of it being written in, because the the next film is 35 years after the last one, so in that time, Mm. he could have become quite a frail old man, Well, they could put him in, like, a space-age wheelchair, which would look brilliant. Yeah, and say stuff like, oh... Or he could just be leaning on a stable door for the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. With the bottom bit closed. They're going to have to give him one of those little alarms. You know, on the lanyard, they give the elderly. Oh, yeah. Mr. Ford knows help is on its way. But it's <laughs> That's in, what it'll say. It's set in the future, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, I think a hover wheelchair would be fantastic. That'd be good. Yeah. Hmm? Well, I'm maybe about just it. a more frail hand solo, like, he's drinking Ovaltine and he's got brittle bones and stuff, so he's got to be careful. That's fine, isn't it? That's, His injury is less embarrassing that. than Gary Lewin's, to be fair. Yeah. And, well, but neither are as embarrassing as my friend Jane, who uh, got up... T- excitedly to dance to the theme tune to George and Mildred and broke her ankle. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How does it go, the theme tune to George and Mildred? I don't remember. Oh, I'm usually pretty good on those, but I don't mm. remember. Well, it's good you can dance to it. Yeah, yeah, you can. She couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> broke her ankle. Are you right? I once put myself in the eye with the corner of a duvet and it was one of the most painful <laughs> injuries I've ever had. Oh, what were you doing oh. down there? I was jumping. I was leaping out of bed. So, I mean, why I was that happy to greet the world? It doesn't sound like leaping me, out it? of bed. I leapt out of bed. Do you sleep diagonally? I, I sort of. He's flicked, so starfish. Flicked the covers like that and kind of went. Whoa! Oh, this is making great you radio. Went, I'm saying like that. Yeah. And I and I bounced. This is years ago. Well, so I was much more jolly could, then. If I you imagine. can draw a diagram, we yeah. can put it on the website. Yeah. Okay. No problem. We can look at while they're we listening to this. We could probably make a vine of it if we knew what that was or how to do that. A vine. That's what they. That's what they're all about. I can now, imagine you being very excitable and playing a bit of supergrass, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Can't you imagine, yeah. Frank? Back in the nineties, when he was trying to show show off to a girl, going, "Ooh, flying carpet, fly ow." Yeah, I can imagine that happening. What if you don't one of those when the feathers sticking out a bit, you know? Oh. <laughs> don't you hate a rogue feather in the bedroom? Oh. Pardon? Yes. Oh, I can't yes. bear it. No, no, it's awful. Mm. They're, they're, they're quite pointy at one end. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas at the other end? Yeah. Well, my, I think my most embarrassing... <laughs> it's, it's, it's embarrassing, but it's been a... It's almost Ricky-esque. Ricky yeah. Is I got... I started to get real pains in my right shoulder, mm. and I worked out. I, I, I'm not certain about this. I think it was I had my photo taken so much in those days with my arm round people, and <laughs> I, I got repetitive uh, strain injury. Yeah, and funnily enough, in recent years, it seems to have healed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, what does that tell you about my career? <laughs> 
Or is it just that more people are doing selfies and there's no need for your arm to go around? You know, that just could, that oh, that's so kind be. of you, Alan. Yeah, yeah I try and bail out his uh, You've his helped him out. You've helped a brother out. Yeah. Yes. So you, like, you might be right. Guy. I'm a good guy. What about when I broke my toe in a wardrobe and uh, Philip Schofield's driver had to take me to a &E? <laughs> That's it. That's a good story. <laughs> yeah. Was this white hair or black hair? <laughs> uh, Do you remember when he had a white, beard when he yeah. dyed his hair black? Yeah, uh, silvery. Oh, we stuck with that. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I should say it was a, in a professional capacity. I, I wasn't at his house or anything. <laughs> no, no. I assumed he was playing Mr. Timnus. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I fancy a little wander, and you know where I like to go when I fancy a wander. Well, it just so happens I have the vehicle. Email Corner. Wonga Lovely. So this first missive is from Prisoner 389. Okay. He says, Dear Frank, the Divine Miss M, and Venn Diagram. Oh, Sorry, well, Alan. Won't they let it drop? Long time reader, first time writer. On the way back from a very rare visit to my local pub this evening... Oh, I know it feels. I decided I must discover for myself a regular friend of the show I've been meaning to search out for years. Bear with me. After a good ten minutes stumbling around the local graveyard... Oh, dear. Hmm, I'm, I'm less confident this is a rare visit. Accompanied only by two friends and dim lighting from our mobile phones we finally managed to locate the grave of Peter the Wild Boy. Ah! He's well hidden. Hence yes, yes, that's it with burial. <laughs> I find they tend not to leave. They don't only leave bits out. Hence the ten-minute search, but next time you're in a North Church, pop by and I'll show you where he is. I live just over the road and I'm considering becoming an official tour guide just for readers. Oh, Oh, we That'll keep go. you busy most of the year. That would be a nice outing for us. I'd yeah. love to go. I'd love to go. We can sit around there and sing songs without words. Eat onions. Yeah. We could leave an onion on the grave like they do with cigarettes on um, Jim Morrison's grave. Yeah. We can, we can, and we can uh, stare into fires. Stare into fires, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. really good for your retina. Yeah, so we love that. That sounds like a great day out, guys. Where is it again? North, North Church. Church. Where's that? Well, why, why are you asking me? I think well, it's, I don't know. Is it Buckinghamshire or something? Oh, like come that? on, you're guessing wildly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing wildly where Peter the Wild Boy is buried. I like a famous grave. I've been, I've visited many a many a one in my time. Oh. I think we once had a what's text your favourite grave? We, about, uh, we did do what's, what's your, your favourite grave. grave. <laughs> yeah, I stopped. <laughs> I like Karl Marx. I stopped going to the desert oh. in my shoulder. I think my photo took with the uh, <laughs> headstone. <laughs> you want a photo with your arm around the headstone? That's what it's all about. That was Sweet. one of my um, that was my bogeyman when I was growing up. Karl Marx. I was terrified of him. Really? Mm. Oh, it was uh, Martin Luther in Harris. How was it? My dad used to say Martin Luther. I come and get you. Anti-Protestant, <laughs> child rearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy days! <laughs> Any other emails now that oh, we're yeah. truly cornered? Let's uh, let's carry on. Uh, dear Alan. Good start. Oh, lovely. Uh, start. I'm waiting for the rest of the list. Um, <laughs> sadly absent. I think this is a direct okay. to me email. Fair enough. Um, I was uh, re-listening to a podcast from April. The show when a listener corrected you about your use of a word you say you use to say you are, for example, moving on to email corner. You remember this? Yeah. Yes. Um, Alan, you were right. 
I just thought I'd leave that as a pause there because I'm enjoying that. Alan, yeah. you were right. Take a look at the link below, uh, which shows the definition of sachet, which is to walk in an ostentatious yet casual manner, typically with exaggerated movements of the hips and shoulders. Not sachet, as the listener was inferring. They weren't inferring, they were claiming. They were, mm. yeah, chastising me. Um, ah. Long-time listener, regular emailer, loyal subject, Kelly... Um, well, well done, you've uh, you've dispelled all confusion there, Kelly. In fact, it's yeah. a sort of a sachet dispel. Oh, <coughs> that's it. If you, I if love you remember that. sachet dispel, but he sang uh, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. They but, play uh, a lot of his music in that shop where your Nora buys the cards. Yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> how we very get handsome, to, though. That he is how we get to email corner, isn't it? We walk in an ostentatious yet casual manner, typically with exaggerated movements of the hips. And yes. in fact, I think that might have been what has caused my back problem, which has reared its head and since doing the show. maybe my thigh pains. All that sashaying into and, email um, corner. And Emily's extra storage. <laughs> I've got a theory the we should be thing. warming up before the show. We should, I think uh, you'll find my extra storage flexors. has a name. It's called I Have an Anterior Pelvic Tilt. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a beauty. <laughs> <laughs> There's a song about that, isn't there? I Have an Anterior Pelvic Tilt. <laughs> There isn't. <laughs> and I ride the main road. <laughs> I, um, so let's shall we sidle on to the next track. Oh, go on. Oh, we're not really going to do that. So don't to get too excited. You don't want to be worshipping false sidles. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. What about in that musical interlude when I just said I had a body like Diego Maradona? Mm hmm. So. Shook us all that. <laughs> I mean, you know, waxing is so easily attainable <laughs> nowadays. No, I just There's no meant, excuse for it. I just meant. She's an Argentinian. He's got a bit of an anterior pelvic tilt. What is an Argentinian? I don't want a Brazilian. Exactly. No, Sorry. I, no, you can't get that anymore. Ante ante they don't allow you to get Argentinians anymore. No, quite right. Uh, arter yes, arterial pelvic. Anterior. 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 Yes, okay. I've got it. Antarctic. Scott, pa Scott Parker's got it. Scott Parker's he got it. He might not know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a lovely positive thing. Yeah, it's, yeah um, I suppose it is. And Sterling. Weebles, they all let it. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, they haven't. Have they not? They've got no definition. They've got, they're like potatoes. Well, yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're creatures which cannot be pushed over. <laughs> That's their definition. Okay. Let's We're still in the corner. Yes, we are. Um, we have something in from Michael Stone. Well, is he called Michael Stone Penzance? <laughs> Or is he Michael Stone from Penzance? He must be I from Penzance. he's from Penzance, yeah. Okay. Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, the only cap used is for the E, can I just say? Okay. I need your help. If the cap fits. <laughs> I need your help, all caps locked. Well, okay. we're here to help. Whilst reminiscing on a video-style sharing website of past glories of Absolute's very own Mr Radio... Oh, That's, uh, Lovely. I was suddenly... Can I just stop you there? Can I just say, on, on the subject of um, fame and glory, <laughs> I went into the first-class lounge at Euston um, Railway Station. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And I walked in, and the woman on the counter said, I love you. Brilliant. Oh. And I thought, well, no-one said that to me for about seven or eight years. Oh. And I said... Um, <laughs> Thank you very much. She said, no, really, really, I love you. Oh, lovely Great. Thing. And I says, thanks. That's really nice. Thank you very much. And I went in, and as I walked away, she said to her, the, the bloke who was on the deck, she said, uh, God, I'm really excited now. Doesn't take much, does it? <laughs> Slightly spoiled it for me. Slightly spoiled it. That's what Cass says as well. That's what fame's all about. 
Mm. Carry on. Uh, anyway, Michael Stone Penzance mm. continues. I was suddenly taken back to incubus I suffered some 19 years ago. Mm. I like his use of incubus. Oh, I do mm. as well. Good work. I've, never, I've, never, I've never used it in that no. form before. During a clip of an episode of Fantasy Football, that was a show that Mr Radio used to do with David Baddiel. Yes, many. It's some 20 years ago it began. Mm. Can you believe That's that? That's when I decided to get friends with you. Mm. Uh, in about 1995, starring Sean Bean and Lenny Bennett. OK, Sean Bean, he had a Brazilian. Mm. A caption of Frank's team. <laughs> In fact, it's another word, it's another term for it. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> He's lovely. Yeah, he, he is lovely, handsome. Yeah. Terrible, awful actor, though, isn't he? Don't yeah. say that. <laughs> You think? Really Don't say that. He's in Game of Thrones. I just think he's awful. Do you? Yeah. No, you That's can't because, say that. You know why? Because he's what you you look at him and think eh, it should have been me. Because <laughs> he's all he's northern and he's he looks a bit like Icelandic around the eyes. He's ice lovely section. looking. He's really? a housewife's choice. He's yeah. doing very well for himself. Yeah, he's yeah exactly. So he doesn't need my fandom. So he's what, fine, he's what he's the cockerel could have been. That, that's yeah. the worst star of all, isn't it? That yeah, can't forgive that. Don't criticise my boyfriend's colleagues. Hey, oh, giving hey. you a bit more to oh, think about. Oh, a bit more. bit more. Hmm? Okay. I didn't know he was in Flashman. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't called that, was it? What was it called, that thing when he played? Uh, uh, sharp. Sharp. Oh, Sharp, that's it, yeah. Sharp. Anyway. A caption of Frank's team was shown. Its name, Mike Stone Must Die. Yes. You can see from below, this below being his name, this was a concern for myself. At the time, in fact, my sister assured me it was a personal threat. <laughs> Please, could you clear up who was the Mike Stone in question? Yours, Michael Stone. Well, the Mike Stone in, in question was Priscilla Presley's um, martial oh. arts trainer. Yes. Who ran away with Priscilla. He whisked her away from Elvis. Did and he? Elvis... Um, for weeks would walk around Graceland shouting, Mike Stone must die. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a story that two of the Memphis Mafia actually went and found a hitman. They thought they took Elvis completely literally on this and they was going to have this bloke. Um, but that's never been verified. But well, um, I think it was a difficult time for Elvis. Um, as well quite Mike's a difficult imagine. time for Mike Stone Mike as Stone, well. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I suppose Mike Stone was a super cool 70s martial arts guy. I thought yeah. he was beyond uh, mm. beyond reproach. But if the king had got hold of him with Mafia, that would have been the end of that, let's mm. face it. Yeah. But yeah, so Mike Stone must die was, um, I thought, a rather fine <laughs> team name. should have spoken to your dad about um, hanging options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <'cause> you've got to catch that Mike Stone character first, so that wasn't easy. Mm. He was very oiled. Absolute, absolute. Absolute. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I look shocked. I just blew Anna a little kiss. I don't know what came over me. Mm, not sure about that. Different on pre-records, isn't it? I don't like it, don't it in different. the studio. I don't like it in the TARDIS and I don't like it in the studio. That's where I don't like flirting. <laughs> flirting? <laughs> me and the cockerel? You're having a laugh. In the TARDIS? Is that a rule of yours? You don't like it? Yeah, some, in recent years that some, there's been a bit of companion doctor... Mm, right stuff chemistry which i'm not sure well about. i would I say no one here scenes in the musketeers did you? Well, that, that wasn't romance <laughs> that was smut <laughs> no one here get offended i think there's the least sexual chemistry i've ever experienced in my whole life with in the, on this show 
There was no sexual tension at all. All right, that's a real bad nose, isn't it? That's the problem. That would create okay. a sexual tension, yeah. Okay. Sounds like that's a bad thing. No, I think it's... it's not a sexual tension, basically, in my life. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm of that sort of age. You know what George Melly said when his sex drive went? He said it was like getting off a runaway horse. Really? Mm. Makes you wonder about his sex life. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, I've got to tell you boys about. I went on the tube. Oh, no, ghastly! Oh, here, whoa! This oh. is unacceptable. Oh. Do you want us to make some phone, <laughs> phone calls? Oh. on the floor. I've actually fallen off my chair. <laughs> Quite hard to fall off a chair, isn't it? Especially the one where you've got arms on there. Well, yeah. Now, what if I'd have got my arms caught underneath and ripped, ripped them both them out the socket when I went down? It's all gone a bit. It's all gone a bit Fordian. I always imagine they're joined by a single string that goes right across the inside of the chest, but that could be wrong. The shoulders. So you're on the tube. I'm on the tube. Mm. Something of a harrowing experience, as you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I go through the automated gates. Yes. <laughs> You're just learning these words. Well, when I go through the automated, automated gates, it's like the woman from Star Trek when saying, I go what through is the this water from your eyes? <laughs> That's what it's like, Frank. When I go through the automated gate, it sounds like uh, a spiritual. <laughs> when I go through the automated gates and meet the Lord Mercy you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I dash through. And there was uh, a station attendant. Is that what they're called, Daisy? You just strike oh, me as the kind of person I don't know what they're called. <laughs> she strikes me as someone who'd have experience. Anyway. Oh, dear. She was a Cockney girl. <laughs> OK. Right. She was, she was lovely, but she was a Cockney oh. girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. She called me back suddenly. I thought my oyster thingies had worked. Yeah. And she called me back. She went, excuse me. Oh, how humiliating. Commuter's looking. <laughs> excuse me, could you come here, please? Oh, dear. I went back. I clattered back in my Louboutins. <laughs> mm. I said, can I, can, what can I help you with? I'm sorry, is everything okay? She went, yeah, can I ask you something, please? <laughs> I said, what? She went, where'd you get that skirt? Wow. Brilliant. Well, no, not brilliant. Oh, really? Did you saw that? One, apparently one had gone missing <laughs> earlier in the day. <laughs> she was asking me quite aggressively. She said, I just want that skirt. I need that because that would look good on me. Where's it from? Was she, had she got an exterior um, posterior? area what yeah. is it called well anterior, anterior pelvic, pelvic tilt, tilt. Anterior, 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 well, got that? we'll get on to that my okay. friend oh. let's hope you don't can we shorten it what's the abbreviation apt apt yeah. yeah okay isn't that delivery it's, service it's, it's, that's <laughs> very certainly very suitable though I always deliver apt even <laughs> oh lovely Frank. oh i'm so proud of you oh words oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then she said how much did it cost and where's it from what, are you sure you weren't going through a railway station in Soviet Russia? <laughs> <laughs> Blimey. It was his papers, please. Well, then it was uh, difficult, because what I couldn't tell her is it was a gift from the designer. Brilliant. And no, if you were to buy it new... She'd have, she'd have pulled a knife across your face. <laughs> <laughs> she'd have told her that. <laughs> Don't worry about that. So well, how, did you, uh, how did you... If one count? was, I didn't feel it was the right situation to use the phrase one. No. But if one was to buy such an item, <coughs> it would cost in excess... Th there would be a G on it, I'm afraid. A G? Yeah. yeah. be, a, be a, a G and a half. 1,500 quid for yeah. a skirt? I, th I, was, I believe so. I didn't buy it. it was a Bicycle! <laughs> Bicycle! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I, I've had to come up ways of not swearing now. <laughs> and uh, I'm... So, uh, 
I said, I'm re- I said, look, you know what I did? I did. Can um, you not don't adjust your bra strap when sorry. you talk to me? <laughs> My tilt's playing up. So what I did, Frank? <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> you know what? I'll kill that, I'll kill that typist. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Upset Emily now by mm. saying Michael Gove has got anterior <laughs> pelvic. He doesn't, tilt. and I said no. It's it's a bit more um, just a bit saggier. Mm. <laughs> I'm allowed mm. to say that. I'm afraid with Michael Gove, it's all gone a bit pear shaped. <laughs> it has. Mm. Anyway, what I'm supposed to say at this point is this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email us to the Absolute Radio website. But do not text this week because we're not here. No. Mm. I actually. Uh, I actually died in a unicycle accident <laughs> Friday morning. <laughs> this is a tribute to him now. <laughs> to him? <laughs> to him? Frank Skinner, who died in a unicycle accident Friday morning. Um, what if I do now? That'll be weird. It will be weird. <laughs> yeah, that's weirder stuff. I, I like that in Not the much. news bulletin, they feel the need to say Friday morning. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they like to... Uh, like to identify. Oh, where was I? News, they? They oh, I was telling you about the, oh, um, the expensive skirt. when I was on the tube. Yeah, the, uh, the fifteen hundred quid skirt <sighs> and the station attendant. A novel by Beryl Bainbridge. <laughs> and the station attendant. And the station attendant. And she was asking me quite aggressively, cross-examining me. It all went a bit your witness. I mean, how much did it cost and where's it from? Mm, what she yeah. said. So anyway, it was a crowd gathering at this point to see how much the skirt cost. <laughs> there were a couple, guessing. couple of businessmen loitering with intent. Yeah, but yeah. then there always are when I'm around. And <laughs> so anyway, go, did you go twenty quid TK Maxx? Just no. What I did because I didn't want to say a it was a gift from a designer and b no that was a good idea. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. I said there. Do you know there are some wonderful high street ones? <laughs> oh, I did. Okay. I said you should go. I suggested some shops you should go to, and uh-huh. there are. I said there's some wonderful high street copies. Did she eventually stop hitting you, or was it just? She looked at me. She went. She I don't that. want them. I want that one. Whoa. Then I like that one. Was she said, similar in did, size? She didn't you? mean your actual one, did she? I don't know. So I said, she said, where's that one from and how much it costs? I wonder if she was a sort of demented box face enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um... So she carried on. I said, yeah, I said, I think they've got some in Topshop which are quite similar. Oh, dear, you were... So if you go there... But where's that from? Okay. Then she said... I mean, what size are you? You're like me, like a 14 or something. <gasps> Say. And then you <laughs> slashed her across the face <laughs> with your knife. No, can I tell you what I did? It I have no a, idea what size Emily Can I tell you what I did? I pulled up my jacket to show her my waist, which is my best feature. Okay. I said, no, look. And I pulled up the jacket. I actually pulled it up. I, I said, I'm an eight. Can you be absolutely certain she looked at your waist, which is your best feature? Is that... You what do you mean? Th- you don't think she just got distracted when you lifted up your jacket? <laughs> I like actually that? lift my jacket up. And the businessmen presumably passed out <laughs> at that point when they were. Can I say? There can, was I, can I say? I think your soul is your best feature. Oh, very oh. good. Oh, that's lovely. That is. I'm not going to add to the finishing <laughs> remark. I've said it there. Carry on. Anyway, there's nothing wrong with being a size 14. I should say. I, th- I believe Marilyn Monroe was a size 14. I believe the average British woman is a size 14. It's a very nice really? size. Really, that I am, low. I am. <laughs> Most of them seem to be sort of grampus proportions. <laughs> and have hair like Elton John. Yes. Um, but Sir Elton John. I'm small. Oh, yeah, the insult won't mind at all. Yeah. I'm smaller statured, so that would be out of control on me. 
if I was 14, okay? Okay. Anyway. But it must be a tricky one if you've got anterior pelvic tilt, forgetting the size. <laughs> well, you just have to get everything made. Anyway. Oh, so, there's always that as a solution, I suppose. So, I thought of that. So in the end, I just said uh, I was angry with her after the 14. Oh, really? So that, that the worm turned, as it were? I yeah. said it's a £1,000 and it was a gift from the designer. <laughs> and... Um, her head is still rolling across the station floor. <laughs> wow, where, where did she take that? She Next. Was not, no, she was quite nice in the end. I felt guilty. Oh, went, oh. oh no, it was out of her reach. Why no. don't you take that skirt and give it to Shall that woman? I? Yeah. It won't fit her. You'll never <laughs> find her. No. She's at the tube. Just keep it. Just keep no. it. She's probably... I, can I tell you what I said when I left? Because I wanted to keep things nice between us. I said, good luck with the search. Oh. Oh. Surge. <laughs> She'll have to have some surge suit. <laughs> surge. Oh, no. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Now, on the subject of uh, fashion, mm -hmm. I wore jeans this week. What? <laughs> At my age. Can you imagine it? Clarkson. I don't think I could have worn an evil Knievel outfit with. More devil may care than I wore those. What? I really thought. You don't wear what were the jeans like? May I ask? Were they free for a start? They were silver tabs. Oh, were you they familiar free? with those? Answer the question, please. Were they free? No, they were. No, they, were um, they may have been free originally. I don't think so. I, okay. I don't really wear jeans anymore. But I was crawling about on the lawn, oh. mm -hmm. and I thought, you know what? I want to put jeans on. It's fine. Oh, silver tabs oh, is fine. a walk down memory lane. When you say you were crawling about on the lawn, was that um, gardening or? Oh, I started playing? drinking again. Did I not tell you that? <laughs> I've been I keeping was, that to myself. That was the next part of the question. <laughs> oh, I was sorry. Ask you. sorry, I, um, I, I no. we can do that again if you like. No, no, no. Oh, okay. all. Uh, what's no, it I actually had a bit of a, uh, a traumatic experience this oh, week. What happened? I'm, I'm doing. A, I've done a DVD of my um, stand-up show. Lovely. And when you do a DVD, the DVD company like extras. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Oh. Um, so they like a sort of extra twenty minutes of stuff that you know. So I. Um, I did a documentary which was filmed, I think, in 1999 mm -hmm. for ITV. And uh, I thought it might be interesting to put that on. So the show is partly looking back to what, what my act used to be like and what it's like now. Mm. So I had to watch it to make sure it was OK. So it was me 15 years ago. How was that? Well, first of all, I was so badly dressed. I can't... I'm so glad you said that. Oh, <laughs> mate. It was I like... couldn't say anything for years. I mean, you look oh, lovely these days. It must have been a night... How good of you to be friends with me at that stage, <laughs> because well, I... Why don't you turn up in that fireman's jacket? I can't... Yeah, but Genuinely. that was one of the better things. <laughs> I mean, I was wearing the... Old, you know, what we used to call Tesco Levi's. Oh, yeah. Which were like jeans that aren't really quite jeans. Oh, yeah. And, and trainers that... That had no brand name on them. Oh, dear. So, you know, like when I'm going to be a Wimbledon champion, I'll oh, yeah. wear stuff with no brand. <laughs> I was wearing it already. <laughs> I looked, honestly, I can't believe. And I was, you know, I was massive in those days. That I was, was the hair. That was my height. The, 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 um, the hair looked like a football hooligan. Mm. And I, I told a couple of stories about um, about women in this where I referred to them as birds. Oh, oh did you? I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so, honestly, like the likely lads. Wow. Oh. I, I had no idea. <laughs> I, I, was, I came over as quite laddish, I thought. <laughs> I mean, that I is would think you were some sort of new lad, Frank. That has been pointed out, though. No, no, it? but I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't think it was quite... It, it really was. Um, I, I haven't completely processed it yet. <laughs> I, fe I felt... 
I wasn't sure that I totally liked me, I'll be honest with you. That's oh. how I see you in the 90s, in one of those grey England shirts. Mm. And uh, I'm, let's be, I'm going to be honest about this, a Birmingham jean. Yes. And um, well, I was slightly more, chaotic hair. I think I, well, my hair was cropped pretty uh, tight to the skull. Mm. Uh, and uh, I sounded more Birmingham than I do now. Perhaps I was just closer to my me mm. root. Mm-hmm. Me root, natty root, dread, natty dread. Is that all right? Oh my God. Is that acceptable? The nice thing is no. oh. that you met Cathy when you were still a bit like that. So you know she loves you for your soul. Well, I'm assuming she loves me for my money because I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't very nice. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This show is not about showbiz gossip, is it? No, certainly not. not. No. What's next? Um, Mariah Carey. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, she's, she's been in the papers for trying to use a picture of herself from uh, 1997. It's a bit like you and your DVD. Yeah, um, I wouldn't use I, that. I thought you were looking at me and I genuinely felt a surge of panic. When what, when said I said Mar Mariah Carey? No, when you said trying to use a picture of yourself from 1997. Because I do have... Well, well, we'll discuss this. Do you? Yeah, I do use some old photos. What, on Twitter? On everywhere. Oh, OK. You should see my driving licence. What school bags with me? <laughs> a uniform. <laughs> Honestly, some of my photos are so old. That's well, how I like to keep it. Though. Yeah. Okay. Don't know why. A passport photo. I took forty-nine tries. I've got them all. You are kidding no. me? No. No. I'll show you. I've had so many because it had to be right. People will see that you go on a holiday with a man. It's a shot when he sees the age. So you want the photo oh, yeah. to be nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let's yeah. talk about Mariah. I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah, she put a picture of herself up on the old uh, Twitter and said that she was spending time with Dem Babies, D E M. Oh yeah, sick, spelled incorrectly. That's the children, is it? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and uh, well, I was just thinking in 1997, I don't think she'd had her implant put in. No, you can see no. on the picture. I'm wondering if she's referred to her previous breasts <laughs> as Dem Babies. <laughs> <laughs> Could that be it? <laughs> In 1997, Frank was going, great birds. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Brought a couple of birds back. But she does, she looks less boxum on that, so I think she it, does. Might be, yes. it might be pre... Uh, and the face is a little bit different, I'm going to say. Well, I mean, she's younger. She's, she's, a she's, lot, younger. she's a lot younger, frankly, I'll say it. I'm I like her better now, let me tell you that. Do, Do you? you? Yeah, I like, I like that. She, now I think she'd be an extravaganza in the bedroom. <laughs> Pardon? Well, what? Whereas, um, an extravagant yeah, bedroom. What on earth is wrong with you? He's got what? a big house, and he? he can fit an extravaganza well, in his bedroom. Describe it as an extravaganza. <laughs> that's, that's a compliment, isn't it? Does that no. mean outgoing. That means outgoing, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to know what it means. <laughs> no, I like. She's more um, more real now, Mariah. Since the implants. <laughs> Since the implants. <laughs> yeah, how often does one say that? An Remember, she had re she had reality implanted. What about that? Yeah, reality implanted is the title of my new um, experimental movie. <laughs> I hope you'll come and watch. She's it, got guys. a lovely little sense of humour. I've heard. Um, I'm not sure about that. Oh. <laughs> well, you, she, you're not worried. She's such an extravaganza. Who cares? Isn't I she am. a bit of a diva? Isn't that her thing? Yeah, but so am I. But look how lovely I am. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's good absolutely point. Well true. Mm. I um I married uh, Mariah Carey in two thousand and one. Did you? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did. You didn't. I did. What happened? 
I was on the last episode of Ant and Dick's SMTV. Oh yeah, and Ant got married to Mariah Carey in, in a big sketch, and I was the I was the priest. Oh, yeah. Thus, I married Mariah Carey oh, to Ant. Oh, um, do you know what's a bit sad? I was the priest. That's a bit like in the nativity play. I was the sheep or something. Well, as you can imagine, the priest was the job I was after. <laughs> totally. But she, um, we all rehearsed together, but Mariah wouldn't rehearse with us. She she worked with an acting coach or something in a hotel room, and she had all the lines completely off uh, off Pat. Yeah. Um, Pat well. Phoenix was. <laughs> um, but she wouldn't come and uh, she didn't do any casual chit chat or anything like that. As a bit. No, I didn't, no, I didn't, no I didn't casualities. Feel, she ain't. Uh, you know what? She ain't Jenny from the block. No. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, I would like to talk about the most hysterical woman in the world. I love this woman. Okay. You might think I deserve that title. It's not for a second. But this woman's even more highly strong than me. No. She's from the West Midlands area, Frank. Mm. So you might be familiar with her. Usually a great leveller. (laughs) She's Birmingham. She had an argument with the owner of an ice cream van. Yes, this woman. Yes. He sold her an ice cream and he only put bits on one half. So she called 999. Yeah. And did you see they transcribed the recording of her complaint? Mm-hmm. I can't say it because I can only do Adrian Charles when I do a Birmingham accent. That's all right. Okay. I've ordered an ice cream and he put bits on one side and none on the other, <laughs> is what she said. Yeah. Um, and She's the police said we literally get hundreds and thousands of these calls a week. <laughs> you know, they did that. No, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> that's a fair point, though. It's mm. very misleading that they're called hundreds and thousands <laughs> because you don't get hundreds and thousands. So she has got a right to complain. <laughs> No, I think that I once went... It, there was a fish and chip shop on Langley High Street. Yeah. In Langley Green in the West Midlands. Yeah. And they said... Um, it said sausage, chips and beans, and however much it was. Uh, probably about 40p. Yeah. <laughs> so I went in <laughs> and... Uh, That's she, laugh nastily. She gave me the, the meal and it was um, a sausage with oh. chips and beans. And I said, excuse me, it's, uh, I think your sign says sausages, chips and beans. You didn't really say that. Yeah. Yeah. I was... Of course I was, it is. Look <laughs> at the way he leapt in with, yeah, cockroach. I was only about <laughs> 14 as well. <laughs> and I said, no, it says sausages. She said, well, that's... You know, that doesn't mean anything. I said, well, yeah, it suggests, it's a plural, if you're aware of it. <laughs> so, I said... She said, that, that's not saying what it's... I said, of course it's saying. So, you'd, if, if you'd given me a sausage, a chip... And a B. <laughs> you tell me that I should have thought that was all right. And she said, oh, but that'd be stupid. I said, well, I think it's stupid to say sausages and give someone one sausage. She said, oh, just get out. So I went, and I, I was... I went past the next day, and yeah. very crudely in biro, they'd crossed out the S <laughs> from sausages. Had they? The one at the end, I mean. Yeah, but you know what? Not you made, You made that change in the world. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know what, I stood up for my rights. <laughs> Be the change you want to see. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah exactly. I, I, I see myself as a sort of Rosa Parks <laughs> figure. <laughs> it's 
far as sausages and chips and beans <laughs> is concerned. Chips and beans in the middle. That is quite stingy of the um, ice cream seller, though. I mean, if someone said, oh, or can you give us a few more sprinkles, mate? Why wouldn't you just do it? Unless it's Cochrane Ices. No, I think it might be like Are you a rules him? thing. Is, yeah, what if, what if it's like... you would. To ice cream purists, what if it's like to cocktail makers? You know, there's a certain order of things and they have to be presented in a certain way. Like, yeah. that's a Bloody Mary, not what like you the think. Mi- mixologists, I believe yeah, they're called. Yeah, like that. He might be going, no, 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 technically, the the sprinkles go diagonally on that side. This is a proper ice cream, and I'm not going to mess it up just for you. So his argument was aesthetic rather than economic, in your Well, I'm guessing. Okay. I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt here. I don't know him. Do you? Yeah, Do you so guys? It's all gone a bit working I'm, lunch. I might well know him. <laughs> <laughs> you might be well be related to I him. Used, I used to drink at, at a pub. Where, when, when I used to come out of school, there used to be ice cream van outside. Yeah. And... Uh, and Soup Dev used to be the ice cream man. He what? used to se- Soup Dev Singh, he was called. Oh, it. And he used to sell me a, a ice cream, and then in the evening, he used to serve in the pub where I drank. <laughs> he never, I told him I was a teacher, I think he asked me. <laughs> in a way, we all are. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. You know, there's a song by the Proclaimers, The 500 Miles, which is actually... Oh, say. Classic. Yeah, and it's come up on this show a couple of times recently because somebody texted in about it. Cause I would walk 500 miles. There was oh, a there place was there something no, no more. if you're going out with me, you wouldn't. That's right. <laughs> and there was Irvin mentioned, where I used to go swimming when I lived in that part of Scotland, Irvin no more. Um, not, not the new West Brom boss? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> OK. Uh, well, that song has ended up in the news. It's become a news story because of uh, a chap in Southern California, Kenneth Field, a cartographic product engineer, and he... Uh, Maps, is that, cartography? Cartography, mm. yeah. Good, very good. Mm. Very Just good, Frank. Got off early today, good. You know, I'm, uh, I'm subtly helping the, helping in the readers, in case yeah. any of them don't know. He I worked out exactly where they would have ended up if they walked 500 miles and then walked 500 more, um, because that's that's his gig, I think. He's yeah. a cartographic product engineer. Um, okay. His tongue-in-cheek response to an incorrect estimate from Twitter users, uh, and he, he worked out that it would be... Um, Poland, up, then? Poland or the Czech Republic, if they, were, if they went for the full 1,000 miles. Oh, it's 500, then 500 more? Yeah. Um, oh. Now... So where would he end up, Czech Republic? Yeah, Czech Republic. So, yeah. Oh, Finland, Latvia and Spain, if they were able to walk in the air. Oh, can I just say, I know what it is. For the, if the first routes. 500 miles, France or Holland, and Poland and the Czech Republic for the full thousand. No, but, nice. oh, whoa, hold it. <laughs> just, hey. Calm, calm what? down. What's up? Well, I seem to remember in this song that he says, when I wake up, I'm always yeah. going to be, I'm going to be the guy who wakes up next to you. <laughs> oh. So... Let's assume they live together for a start off. What, the two brothers? No, the, the, him and the woman he's. Oh, the love interest, the lady, oh, yeah. the bird. Yeah. Should, we, should we say bird? The bird Frank? in the song, yeah. Let's so take a walk down memory if lane. If he's going to walk 500 miles and then 500 more and then collapse at a door, mm-hmm. which is the, what the song says, just to be the man who's on your door, then I've always assumed it was a round journey he was doing. I oh. thought he was oh, walking. He was coming back. He was walking 500 miles and then he was walking back again. It's like you just wandering around the central reservation. Well, I think it's him suggesting that his love for this woman is like an enormous bungee rope. Except when he says, when I get drunk. <laughs> well, I know I'm no, going to... I, I, I don't and, want and, you getting drunk. And he's Scottish. 
But, uh, but, uh, but I think it's... it's Don't it's get a, drunk. It's a statement of, of... They live together because he's the man who wakes up next to her and he's going to collapse down at a... Oh, at a ga- lovely. Sorry, Can't I wait for that. A drunk Scottish man collapsing at my door. I haven't really and taken... And if I want in, that, I'll call Alan Cochran. I haven't really taken in anything since you said love is like an enormous bungee rope. I think that's wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Really stayed in my I, head. If I said to Kath, um, I'm, I'm going to be away, for, what would it take? Say... Six weeks to walk 500 miles and then another 500. Well, that's not in the song either, is it? There's not also, factoring in blisters or also, like rest You say breaks. six weeks, not with my anterior pelvic tilt. <laughs> okay, no. well, let's say two months. If I said to Kath, I'm going away for two months, mm-hmm. and she said, Where are you going? I said, well, I don't know, Latvia, Spain. <laughs> I don't know, Latvia. And she said, Well, what are you going for? And I said, Well, to show how much I love you. Mm-hmm. I think there'd be, there'd be a fracas. Yeah. Would be, right, yeah, I, it wouldn't work as, as, a, as, a, as a statement of love. Not in our house. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, uh, I like Kenneth Field, the cartographic product engineer in Southern California. Indeed. that's gone to all this trouble for I his tongue-cheek response. He's, 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 he's completely misread. He's what I call a pedantic can cartographer. I, can I he's tell you what I don't though. like about it? It's a round you, journey. You think he's wrong, but it's I'll, a tell round you what, journey. I'll tell you what I don't like about <laughs> Love is Like a Bungee Cord. Yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> what I don't like is the fact that his tongue-in-cheek response, just, oh, just knock this thing up on Twitter, yeah. has more demonstrable, employable skills and actual product in that one jerky little response than the last 20 years of my professional life. Come now. Oh, come on. I've got no outputs. All I do is, you know, talk. Well, oh, why is this turned no, into your therapy firm. session suddenly? This We're is exactly the claimers here. I'm reading the thing and I'm thinking, oh, God, that guy did that. Look, he's made a graph. I can't even make a graph. He's done it. No, a graph is good. I haven't done a graph. <laughs> <laughs> Not that good. I, I can do a block graph, but I can't do one of those. So. You have Not to stay with your Venn diagrams. You're fine with those, Al. Well, only conversationally. <laughs> yeah, you don't know if I can draw them. Oh, yeah, can you not? No. Oh, I've really gone off you. <laughs> <laughs> have you not got a compass at home? No. I've got oh. pens and paper, though. They well, how do, do you well. play that game? Oh, sorry, have you got a compass? How old are you? <laughs> well, I, I don't use it. Oh, have you got a compass? You've got a protractor as well. Because use it when I get friends around towards the end of the evening. I like to do that thing when you put your hand splayed out on the table and go, ow, ow. Yeah, that's, that's how we end our evenings around our house. You don't cook, do you? Know, you? I've actually, so uh, in demonstrating, I actually caught my finger quite badly with a biro. Oh, no. Thank God I didn't have my compass with me. <laughs> my compass? Like, he carries it everywhere with I've him. Got a, I've got a, a, a little case with the compass protractor. Have you? What's the third element in that, the ruler? Ruler, I was yeah. a ruler fan That's myself. Always, a, always an eraser. Oh, such a ruler sure, girl. There's a set square in there, isn't there? The oh, no. Triangle. Oh, I never used that. Oh, yeah, maybe a set square. I, I hated think. people that had those. Didn't you? Yeah, they were always blue-tinted as well. What's mm. that lot about? Not always blue-tinted. Well, not, I know, at Arsenal, I they were. They were, really? Mm. 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 They're more expensive, those ones. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's all a matter of degrees. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> anyway, look, um, it's been uh, lovely, hasn't it? Um says he's still lying in bed on Saturday morning. Yes, I don't think so. Okay, so, um, uh, yes, thanks for listening. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. So that's all from us. Thank you so much. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.